Hey, hey, Super Glue, welcome back to the Super Glue Podcast. We are here to get real, share morning prayer, and gear up for a kick-ass day. So this week, we've been talking about routines and reflections, and today we're going to dig into routines in the workplace. So your workplace probably looks different than mine, but in any workplace, whether it is working from home, being a stay-at-home parent, working in a busy office or in a school Productivity is often the goal, right? We all have a lot to do and we want to be productive and we want to be efficient. I know one of my core values deep down is efficiency. I cannot stand when things take more time than they should or when there are opportunities that seem good and then when you dig into them, it's just a bunch of nonsense that you have to waddle through to get to any good stuff. I'm just all about efficiency. It's just part of who I am. It's, it's just what keeps me going, I guess. And when things seem inefficient or ineffective and we're just wasting a bunch of time or doing things that we don't need to do, it just feels so yucky to me. So I know that I really am someone that has to constantly reflect on my goals and my decisions and be introspective because I don't want to be inefficient. It's probably what drives me more than anything else. So I'm wondering for you, when you think about productivity, what is it that you use uh, as a measure of productivity? And you know, yours is probably different than mine, but Efficiency sometimes gets me in trouble. I will say that as a side note, because I might tend to rush or, you know, not see the whole big picture. So I know the weakness in efficiency, but mine is definitely that. What is yours? What is your measure of productivity? So if you say like, this was a really, really productive day. Uh, This was a good day. We were, you know, we were on point today as a team in our house or at work. What is it that you are really valuing or you're using as a measure of productivity? So think about it from that context today. And we're going to get into some introspective work. When we talk about reflecting and growing, we want to talk about it from the experience of the workplace. So really in this episode, we're thinking not only about our own reflection and our own experiences but true learning that can happen in the workplace when we are really evaluating work that we do together. So it might be a family meeting and we're going to sit down and we're going to re-examine our routines, which let me tell you, we did that many, many, many times in our house, especially as two working parents and trying to get two kids out the door and all the places that need they needed to go for all of the years. We had to sit down and critically evaluate routines over the years, doing our little family meetings and so on and so forth. But you also uh, can do this in the workplace. And we know that we need to depend on productivity to get things done. But in order to be productive, we have to really elevate the individuals who work for the organization. So if the individuals inside the organization or the children inside of our homes or whatever it may be, are not up for the task of being productive and doing their best work. We have to examine the structures around us to find the reasons why. Why is it that we are not living to our full potential in whatever, in our workplace or in our home? So let's just start with this. First of all, we always have to be thinking about self-reflection first. We cannot lead a team 
if we are not first thinking about our own impact and our own personal growth. And this all comes back to meaning. I think more than anything else, if I stress anything else about overcoming stress in the workplace and in our homes, it's because of having meaning. We overcome stress because something is meaningful to us. It's worth it, right? It's worth it. And so we don't avoid stress, but we we place meaning on it. And so sitting with your team again to go back to the meaning of the work, why are you doing what you're doing can have a great impact on the work itself. We also have to make sure that the members of the team are people that are willing to examine themselves and examine themselves from a self-reflection standpoint and really offering some of the strategies maybe that you hear here on this podcast or in other places as tools. Invite these tools into your next meeting and allow people to really be encouraged to reflect on their own strengths. Yesterday, we talked a lot about negative bias and how it's important to think about our strengths. So do that in the workplace. Allow yourselves time to work as a team, but individualize the task by having everyone think about their individual strengths and how those strengths can play out in the workplace. We also want to make sure that we are thinking about how people can contribute to the things that are happening around us and focusing on personal strengths. So if we don't know what the strengths of the team are, we don't ask people how they see themselves as members of the team and what they think their strengths are. And we don't get down to that and even write it down and know it. You know, I know so-and-so's strength is this. And I see that you, you value this strength in yourself. If we don't know that within each other, it's really hard to challenge the status quo together. It's hard to do really good work. It's hard to change up routines. It's hard to value perspectives because we don't even know each other, right? So we have to think about this from a holistic process. When we're thinking first about ourselves and our own ability to reflect, and then we're inviting reflection into our team meetings or into our homes during family meetings, then we start to see the interconnectedness of all of this, right? And when it's all interconnected, we're able to have psychological safety. And when we have that, we can do better reflection. We can engage in reflection in in a much stronger way. We can reflect so that we don't just do the same thing over and over and over again. So you've heard it often, you know, what's the definition of insanity? And it's just like, we're going to do the same thing over and over again. We're going to keep going at it in the same way that we've always gone at it. And we're going to get the same results. Like insanity is thinking that you're going to get something different. So when something happens, you know, that maybe didn't go in in a way that you had hoped, invite reflection as soon as possible after that experience to sit down, allow time for employees to work together, to think about what just happened, what it means to them as individuals, hear them as people first, and then how does it then translate to the collective team so that you have an opportunity to change up routines, to change up the way that you're going about things. And You know, again, I can't stress enough the importance of employing reflection in the workplace so that you can do better work together. When people are encouraged 
to talk openly about the routines that are in place and you ask for feedback and you really are open to hearing how the impact of your work and then the impact of another person's work and how the impact of each other's collective work is actually influencing the environment, it really, really allows for the day-to-day to get easier. It doesn't have to be so hard. Even in high-stress environments, we make it hard because we don't talk about the hard stuff. So we really want to encourage opportunities for reflection, to then reflect individually, reflect as a team so that you can engage in better workplace productivity and really calm things down. This will improve overall performance. And and it really starts with this idea of awareness and purpose, knowing that we have to engage in this growth and development process by workplace reflection. Then, then, and then we can recognize recognize changes that need to be made, right? People are resistant to change if they are not valued in the process. So finding out what's working for someone, what isn't working, allowing them to talk about some of the things that pop up, their negative biases that maybe stand in their way, and then their strengths and playing off of that. Proverbs 27, 17 says, iron sharpens iron. One man sharpens another, meaning we are meant to work together collectively to sharpen and strengthen each other. But we can only do that when we listen, when we reflect, and when we engage in the type of reflection that we've talked about this week. So I hope you will revisit the previous two episodes where we talked about personal reflection And then we talked about questioning ourselves and inviting reflection in so that we can re-examine routines. I hope and pray for all of you that you will shake up routines that are not working in your workplace or in your homes, in your collectivism. If the routines of the collective group aren't working, shake it up. Don't be afraid to talk about it. It may be painful, but with prayer, you can do anything. And on that note, let's get ready for a morning prayer. Father God, help us to have the courage to talk about the things that need to be talked about, to say the things that need to be said, to examine the routines in our homes, to examine the routines in our workplace and among our teams, to speak up. If there's something that isn't working, to talk about it, to not get into the mundane and feel afraid to approach things that need to be approached. Allow us to do it with grace, Lord. Allow us to be wise in our decisions and in our word choice. Be with us, strengthen us so that we can engage in fruitful conversations, not harmful ones. Lord, I ask this in your precious name. Amen. Hey, super gluers, get out there and have a kick-ass day. Bye.